0: Everyone that was in my delivery room, you've seen my vagina, right, I'll share everything else with you. Why not? I'm an open book now, Dan. <laughs>
1: It's over and I'm excited because I am having someone crazy awesome on the show today and on a topic that I've been wanting to do for a while. I do watch a lot of streaming stuff and uh, she does too and she offered to, to, to do a show like this and I'm excited She's so cool, and she's probably been on here quite a bit. So you guys better get used to her because she's cool. So (laughs) you might, uh, you might hear her uh, with her child or one of her children because uh, they are also guests on this show, also. Uh, But she is multitasking like an awesome mother does. So, welcome, Dom. Thank you.
0: That was so kind of you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
1: You're you're welcome. You're welcome. you I I really like doing. Uh, that's why I really like. I mean, it's kind of hard to define what this show is because, you know, it really is just like a, a conversation that I just record. It's like I'm tapping you, like I'm the FBI, and we're just I'm just trying to get incriminating things about you and share it with the internet. <laughs>
0: I'm an open book, so even if the FBI is
1: listening, welcome, welcome. Well, a lot of the FBI is in Rhode Island, uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but the show uh that we're gonna talk about is awesome and before we get into it, before we talk about the show, when we do talk about the show, we're gonna spoil everything about the show. So if you haven't seen the show, don't listen to this. But we will you get into don't listen. Exactly, I mean, because it, it is an awesome show, and the thing is, we're also going to touch up on a lot of things besides the show, because a lot of it does tie into <laughs> mental illness, into parenting. She is a parent, I'm a parent, so I'm sure we will be discussing that as we go along. So, But I do want you guys to uh, get to know Dom a little bit, um, and I'm going to ask her questions, and she probably didn't prepare for these, because this is supposed to just be... <laughs> Oft I'm just gonna say what you know I'm just gonna ask whatever. They're not crazy questions, like you know.
0: Oh, you can ask crazy questions. I'm not.
1: Marcus. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not, you know, when you become a mom, it, it's it's just everything's out the door, huh? I mean, it's just
0: seriously, everyone that was in my delivery room, you've seen my vagina. Right, I'll share everything else with you. Why not? <laughs> I'm an open book now, Dan.
1: <laughs> That's my soundbite for the beginning of the show. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know, that's so crazy, I, I it's crazy, I, I think, I never, I thought I saw a lot of stuff, but when it was, uh, with my ex-wife in the living room, I learned, I hadn't seen everything yet, so.
0: You, you see it a lot when your significant others have a baby.
1: I know, I know, man, but, for I mean, I gotta ask crazy questions, like for example, like what type, like if you had to say one musician, like music artist that you're into right now, like you're listening to right now, the person that's like in your CD player or you're playing on iTunes or whatever you're listening to, what is the one person you're listening to right now?
0: Um, it goes back and forth. I'm listening to a lot of older stuff. That's just what I grew up on. And I feel like this time of year, especially during summer, I like going back to like Crosby, Stills and Nash. Wow. And, okay. Yeah. Like Janis Joplin and... I, know, I like a lot of older things. Um, my son is really into Camila Cabello. Oh, okay. So, uh, He's super into her. So, so we listen to that a lot,
1: too. So how tired are you of Havana Na Na Na? I mean, just be real. How tired are you of review that song? You've probably heard it a million times.
0: <laughs> like, scale of 1 to 10, I'm probably a seven. Oh, not too
1: bad then. Not too See, bad. Not that's, too bad. That's seventy percent, and that's actually what my grade average was. You know, in <laughs> it's the math. There the you math go.
0: Brought your average down. That's it
1: bad. is. I mean, we're talking nine out of ten before ninety percent. You know, before now, we're talking seven out of ten. That's more <laughs> up my alley. So that's cool. I mean, that's I, me too. I I tend to go back. I really loved the stuff in high school when I was in high school, and it was like a lot of like nineties R and B. So, oh,
0: get it?
1: Yeah, I know, right? See, that's the thing is, it, it's kind of sad because, like, you know, I listen to like radio stations now, and my daughter likes to listen to like the newer stuff, and they'll be like, we're going to flashback, go back in time. And then it's like a song I listened to in high school. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, well, they don't – the radio doesn't play what I used to listen to in high school. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's cool, man. I mean, that's cool. So, I guess we kind of have that in common, and we have a child who's listening to, like, you know, newer stuff, and we're going to have to, like, adapt to, like, listen to that stuff. I mean, have you – have you had to listen to any Kids Bop at all?
0: Oh, God. I don't – I hate Kids (laughs) Bop. Oh,
1: man. I've – it was, uh, I had to listen to a lot of kids' bop, and it's, that's, that's rough, man. I'm
0: so sorry for you, it is,
1: It is, it, it's, it's tough, man. Like, when you hear them try to change Bruno Mars, um, and they're trying to change, like, you know, that's the what you know, that's what I like, you know, like, you know, in the song they say, you know, champagne by the fire, something like that at night. You know, in yeah. the, the kids' bop version says drinking strawberry shakes. By the fireplace.
0: Who <laughs> drinks a strawberry shake by a fireplace
1: at night? Who does that? Well, apparently the kids bop people. They
0: These kids bop kids too, I guess. <laughs> like, they had,
1: like they all met in a boardroom and said, you know, we can't say champagne because we're underage. Let's go with the strawberry shake. You know, that sounds great. It sounds, it sounds delicious. Sounds like a good plan. It does, it does. Now, um. One the show that we're gonna talk about since we tease it quite a bit, um we all everyone has a Netflix account. If you don't have a Netflix account, I don't know what what you're doing. Uh, or if you're not stealing someone else's Netflix account, I don't know what you're doing.
0: Right? Be a parasite people. Come on. It's two thousand eighteen.
1: I know, that We we steal like each other's Wi Fi. I mean we should be able to steal, you know, our password for Netflix or like Hulu or whatever.
0: Or just share them, you know. Find a friend or make one if you don't have any yet.
1: Well, exactly, because you do have children in your vicinity, so sharing is caring. You always got to yeah. you got to do that. But we one streaming service, I guess, I never really used for watching shows was Amazon because it's when you think Amazon. I mean, what like for example, Don, When you think Amazon, what do you think of? Uh,
0: Amazon Prime. I think of shopping.
1: Right. What is the last thing you bought? And be real.
0: Oh shoot, what was the last thing I bought? (laughs) Probably some
1: underwear. There you go. See? You can get underwear delivered to your door in under two hours. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, well maybe not under two hours.
0: (laughs) I think it was two days, but still really good. I didn't have to go anywhere.
1: See, I you know, I I love Amazon Prime. Um it's weird because like, you know, I was like borrowing like my girlfriend's Amazon Prime for the longest time, so whenever I would Want to order something, you know, I have to log in as her or something like that and buy whatever but uh, I Downloaded this update from my phone and I wanted to go to Amazon and it automatically set me up like oh your free trial starts today And I'm like what the heck? Um, and uh, I was like, well, I think I shall I'll, I'll take advantage of it And you know, I started looking at their video um, now you probably use Netflix all the time, right, Dom? You probably watch whatever. I do. I
0: don't watch TV I basically only stream shows, and the TV that I watch is. Sports.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I um, I decided to look around because I, mean, I I use Netflix for some great shows. I watch, you know, Stranger Things, Thirteen Reasons Why. I mean, what are some other shows that you watch on Netflix? Oh gosh, uh,
0: I'm trying to think of the last thing that I watched on there, and I think it was Thirteen Reasons Why.
1: Yeah, and I mean, they have really good.
0: Right?
1: Don't they have really good? They have really good original content on that, and they
0: And
1: I didn't know about anything that Amazon ever put, um, originally. So that's well the reason why I started hunting and searching and searching and asking people questions about it. Um, and finally, you know, I think me and Dom started talking uh, about it through text message, because um, I wanted to get her on the show, and I wanted to get her on the show for a while now. Um. And we started talking about Amazon. And one show she was interested in was a show that I was interested in. And you want to tell everyone what the show was?
0: The Marvelous Mrs. Mayfall.
1: Exactly. And doesn't that just grab your attention, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: I didn't know what to expect, though. Because just looking at the little thumbnail picture, you don't really know what you're going to get with the show. At least I didn't.
1: I know it, it looks like very like Mary Poppins-ish. You know, like you don't know what. I, and so I was curious. And so I did my research. You know, I I I, I looked at all kinds of sites ranking TV shows on, on Amazon. And it was always in the top five. Um, so I was like, I want to try it. And so when I mentioned that show to Dom, uh, she was like, that was one of the shows she's in, she was into, uh, wanted to try also. So we decided to watch the show at the same time. And discuss it. So we will talk about the show. And just off the bat, did you like the show? I loved it. And I loved it too. <laughs> One thing that we found out in common about the show is that some of the producers and writers from another awesome TV show yes. were on this show. And, and and you can tell me, what what's the show that we're talking about?
0: The Gilmore Girl.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rory and Lorelai still affect our life. Oh man, lives. I love
0: that show too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, and, and you know what thing is? Have you ever talked? To, okay, we have a, a mutual friend and one of your, your best friend, Callie. Now, yes. have you ever talked to Callie about the TV show?
0: Which one? Gilmore
1: Girls. <laughs> have you ever mentioned that? Talked to her about that show? Yeah. What did she say about that show?
0: Well, um, she's definitely watched it.
1: She did. <laughs> that doesn't sound very good.
0: <laughs> um, you know, I think friends will always win for Callie. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's always that's always a, a a go back for sure. You know, I mean, I try to sell people. You know, I try to sell Danielle on the Gilmore Girls, and she's more in the. It's a hard
0: sale though because it's a very specific kind of humor. It's really quick paced, and not everybody's into that. That's fine.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like, I mean, like, i I've talked to Danielle about doing a show on the Gilmore Girls and, and always have found a way that, oh, you know, a topic we should discuss a No Nerd, we should discuss the Gilmore Girls. And yeah, it doesn't make sense to do that on that show. And she always shot that down. She's more more into the violent shows, I guess. Uh, uh, you know, she's more, she's more into that. But, you know, but this show kind of reminds. Did you see any similarities between the show while you were watching it?
0: Yeah, um, I thought it was pretty quick-paced as well. The humor was, oftentimes it was very clever humor. Yeah. Where I feel like you you had to be paying attention and you had to really be listening to what they're saying to understand some of the jokes. Right. So I guess if you're not into shows like that, then it might not be up your alley.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I noticed that about it too, Was that the quick pace, the thing is, it it was captivating, honestly. Like I, the simplest conversations would mean something, and they were very fast and very witty. Um, yeah. It 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 was more adult though, right?
0: Oh, a hundred percent. When you said adult-ish, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it was a very adult show, but not so adult that you know your grandparents are watching it and you can't get into it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think, was it the first, it was like the first episode where she like flashed the crowd, and I was, was it the, was that the first episode?
0: I don't know if that was the first, or maybe the second, but it was really early on in the show.
1: And that was like, whoa, yeah, this is not Gilmore Girls-ish.
0: <laughs> Definitely not Gilmore Girls. <laughs> but, you know, it's still pretty tasteful, though, even though she uses some crude humor, it's not so crude that... It's unwatchable.
1: No, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, you could probably watch an episode of that. You'll go a whole few episodes without, like, any bad words or, like, any references. Your kids could be running through the room, grabbing a um, toy. You don't got to worry about, like, hey, you can't watch it. When I watched Stranger Things, I couldn't do that because you never knew when something bloody would happen or. Yeah. um, You don't have to worry about with this show. I mean, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give this show?
0: Ooh. You know, I think I'd probably give it a 9.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, do you, you think it was binge-worthy?
0: Oh, for sure. I binged the show.
1: <laughs> and uh, did you have like a, a favorite episode or a, firm, a favorite moment in the show?
0: Um, I think when Midge, Mrs. Maisel, I think when she really starts coming into her own and accepting that she's going to be a woman
1: for herself. Yeah, and that was one, I think one thing you discussed, right, a lot of, you know, that you discussed through text message was there was an underlying theme throughout the show. This show was based in the 50s, right? Yeah. Um, And sexism was rampant and it was very prevalent in this show, right? I mean, there are a lot of examples of it.
0: So much sexism. You know. And it wasn't blatant, too. Some of the references or some of the, some of the sexist remarks you really had to be paying attention to. Like you wouldn't just necessarily think, Oh, that was a sexist comment, but they were.
1: Yeah, I mean it it almost was I mean it's the same had you ever watched the show Mad Men? What was the show? Mad Men. Um. No. Yeah. See, I didn't, and so I didn't watch that either. And I know that it's around. I guess sort of the same time period. And yeah. that, that was kind of like a you know a mainstay in the show was a lot of a lot of sexism and um. But that show, even though a lot of people loved it, I never really got it. I I tried a couple episodes. And I'm like, nah, that's not for me. Um, but this show was different because I've always been kind of interested in that time period. I mean, um, what made you decide to really want to watch this show?
0: I had actually gotten a couple of recommendations uh, because up until recently, I didn't realize that with Amazon Prime, you got the video streaming as well. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to somebody, and they said, oh, yeah, you have Prime. You should watch this. And it was The Marvelous Mrs. and I just kind of put it in my watch list and let it set. And then we started talking about it. And I remembered, oh, yeah, I really want to watch that show. So I reread the synopsis and then started watching it that day.
1: Yeah, it was like... And- um. I didn't know what to expect, and like I, I, I know I, I, when I when I decided to watch it, um, I, when I started watch, I noticed like, wow, I, I I probably will like this show just because of the humor. I'm really into like shows that have like real smart like sense of humor, and there's love in there, there's like heartbreak in there, um, there's like moments where you really feel for the character, and I think that's the the biggest sell. Is like, are you gonna root for Mrs. Maisel? I mean, are you gonna, Yeah. you really, um and you probably did that right there are moments in there where you're like gosh you know i know how she feels
0: she's such a relatable character like i don't know i can't really think of another show at least that i've seen recently where i was watching going oh my gosh this is me (laughs) yeah yeah she's just super relatable and yeah throughout the whole thing you're like okay she can do this she can And you really want her to succeed?
1: At least I did. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, look what she's doing. She's balancing, you know, kids, and then, you know, in that time, you know, women were supposed to stay at home. They weren't supposed to get a job, you know. Yeah. And she, you, women weren't comedians, you know. Um, So in the struggles she had in the beginning, I mean, just quick again, these we're gonna have to discuss a lot of spoilers, you know. Mrs. Mazel, she is this happy housewife. she has everything planned out for her. She, she thinks her life is going perfect for her until the shoe drops and her husband is cheating on her you know he's cheating on her. She, she oh no actually that's not the real that's actually not where it starts. It's where she starts to see you know she has all this faith in her husband, her husband Joel, and he's trying to be a comedian and she discovers that he's stealing his routines. Yeah. And she starts to think like, wow, this is it's kind of foreshadows that he's not who she that's thinks that's he that's is. Totally.
0: it's a uh, hundred percent foreshadowing and everything from there just kinda of
1: starts crumbling beneath her. Yeah, like when she finds out about the cheating, but was it Penny Pax? Was was it the name of the secretary? Yes. Penny Pan. Penny Pan. Penny Pan, yeah, what a ridiculous name. Um but um I, well, let's talk about Joel for a second. By the end of the season, how did you feel about Joel? Did you hate him, or did your opinion of him change? I
0: can't say that I hated him, because hate's a very, very strong word, and I reserve it for when I'm speaking about kiss bop Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, I I didn't feel as bad for him as I think maybe some other people would. I just, I
1: didn't, I didn't have any sympathy for him. Yeah. You know, like I, I think one of my go-tos, I mean, one of one of my things is like, if, if, if the guy's going to cheat, I think there's no turning point. There's no turning back now. I'm going to be like, yeah, you know, i I can't cheer for you. I can't. Yeah. There's no way. And so the whole time I was cheering against them getting back together again. I was, uh, you know, she lives in this, she, is in a conservative jewish family correct and Super. uh and it's it's prevalent throughout the whole show it's it, it but they want her parents want them to work it out or his parents want them to work it out and i was getting mad at them i'm like no don't work it out you know
0: yeah I, that, that was a huge turning point for her dad too when he was like no you're not you're not <laughs> that's not gonna you're not getting back together i forbid it yeah, and I think what the last episode, he finally is like, mm-mm, this is not gonna happen, no. <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's and that's crazy. I mean, and I, it, it goes back to what Mrs. Maisel or Midge had to go through, what the obstacles that she had to jump over. I mean, she still. I mean, her parents were involved in every aspect of her life. Every aspect. And, and she was what? What? I don't, She was in her late twenties, right? And she.
0: Well, when the season started, she. Made a comment about being twenty six, so she's got to be twenty six, twenty seven years old by the time the show is ending.
1: And and by the end of the show, they still were like, you need to be. Her parents were still like, you need to be home at a certain time. Yeah, um, She's
0: still got a curfew. She's got, you know, she's got to go to to not church but temple with them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, <gasps> it it was it was crazy what she had. So she had to go through that. She had to go through trying to be you know she finally goes to this moment and we're going to go back to the the beginning where she finds out about the comedian her husband trying to be a comedian and how he starts stealing stuff she starts to say hey why don't you try to write some of your own material right and he doesn't go with that. He starts saying everyone steals from other people in the beginning, and then they start to write their own stuff, which I, I don't really believe all that. But, I don't believe it either. So he goes and does it, right? And he tries to write something, and then he just gets on stage, and he bombs, like, terribly. Um, and for some reason, he starts to look at her differently. Like He's like, you are the reason why I bombed, you know? And he starts to blame her because it happened in front of their best friends also. Um, and that's kind of like where the downfall is. Um, yeah,
0: she's just trying to help him the whole time. She takes notes of everything that he does on stage. She counts laughs for him. Yeah. She she makes all these incredible notes and just is literally just trying to help him. And he gets mad at her for it.
1: Yeah, and he starts to, to think that that's okay. He justifies everything that happened with Penny, you know, Penny and all that, and he goes back to that moment that that's the reason why, and she's to blame for it, which was, of course, ridiculous. It's um, a cop out. Exactly, it, it, exactly, and and that's when you start to cheer for. I mean, talk about being a housewife at that time. I mean, you remember how she would. Wake up a certain time and like redo her hair and then yeah
0: she she would wait until he had fallen asleep and go put her hair in rollers and put her face mask on, and then crack the crack the curtain so the sun would wake her up before it woke up her husband and she'd take it all off so she could be beautiful in the morning for him, and she would never know
1: man do you think do you think that you could? Do that? If you lived in the fifties, you think you could do something like that?
0: No, absolutely not.
1: I know, right? I mean I I think I, I couldn't do that. Like, I mean it it, it even if like if, if I was a man during that if I was a man, I mean I am a man last time I checked. <laughs> but if I was living in that period and I knew that the person I was with was doing that, it, it was I didn't kind of, know. Yeah, like, that would turn me off a bit, because I'd be like, well, then who are you, really? Right? I mean, when you wake up in the morning, you're supposed to have, you know, your hair messed up. You're supposed to have morning breath. You're supposed to, like, have no makeup on. I mean, that's just, that's part of, like, life, you know? Life
0: is natural. It's just what happens
1: right yeah and the fact that you know she was doing that and i mean he had to be figuring something out like you can't be looking like that in the morning you know like
0: you cannot be married for five years and not know that your wife is waking up in the morning and putting on lipstick come
1: on yeah i mean serious and um i you know and even that member near the end of the show they you know near the end of the show they like sleep together right spoiler alert they sleep together and he's like have you always looked like that in the morning yeah
0: i was so baffled by that comment, like, dude, come on! You're not that big of an idiot. You can't be.
1: Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. Um, now, what are some other instances about Midge during the season? What are, what are the reasons why you liked her during the season?
0: Um, there was a point where I found myself <laughs> not liking her for a minute. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, just it was brief, but she was going out every night and I just felt like she was almost taking advantage of her parents Mm -hmm. because you know I've got two kids and I'm a recently single parent and I could not imagine going out every single night and having my parents watch my kids like that's just not yeah I couldn't imagine that and they're just they don't say anything about it ever but I just in the back of my head was wondering I wonder if there's any small bit of anger that the parents have towards Midge for her just assuming, you know, oh I'm going out, you're gonna watch my kids.
1: Yeah, that's 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 tough. I, I know there was I found myself getting mad at Midge when there was the, the points where she um was trying starting to fall for Joel again. You know, like the yeah. fact that I was mad at that, going back to life because it was a difficult she had to start all over again from not being able to afford where she was living to um having to, to to find a job uh and you know still like really I used to depend on Joel for all these things, and maybe I can't do it. You know, that was one point where I was like, you "You can do this, you know, and I was cheering for her the whole time, most of the time. Um, But what did you think of watching? I know how she's starting. Like, she decides one night, she's kind of drunk, right? She goes to to the same club, has Joel, her husband, who previously bombed at this, you know, at this club called The Gaslight. She shows up and she just interrupts the act and she starts to do comedy. And she's hilarious. She's funny. She's
0: hilarious the whole time.
1: Um, And that's where she's like, you know, maybe I can do this. I mean, she runs into or starts to have a relationship with someone who kind of runs that club. Her name is what? Susie? Susie. Susie
0: Meyerson.
1: Susie Meyerson, who is a very, very... What did you think of Susie Meyerson?
0: I... Personally, I think
1: there's a lot we don't know about her, but I like her. Yeah, she. we never really got to know. I mean, um, you know, and it was kind of sad. I, I really like the dynamic between them two because, um, you know, they're both kind of searching, but searching for different things. Um, you know, you have... Midge searching for, can I really do this? My life is, I don't know, my life is all over the place. Can I do this? I, I, I don't know. And Susie's kind of like, I want you to be big. I want to be a part of this whole thing and be a part that I help create something big.
0: Yeah, I think throughout the whole season, I think they're looking for very similar things within themselves. They're both trying to find out who they are, in the world, because, you know, Mitch has been married since she got out of college, basically. She, she even says she lived with her parents, she went to college, and then she immediately got married. She doesn't know who she is as a single woman, and she's trying to find that through comedy, and she's trying to find that through her friendships that she makes when she starts working, and I think it's kind of a delicate balance for her, and I think Susie's kind of trying to look for the same thing. She doesn't know who she is as a business person, I guess, she has just kind of been working the door at this club, giving people thought, but she she knows she can be bigger than that. And she's, I think, projecting a little bit with her friendship with Midge. Like, oh, I'm going to be big, and I know that you can be big. We're going to be big together.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just interesting. I hope that, you know, in... The, the the future like seasons that they're going to uh, go more into like Susie's past because I'm curious I don't remember did they even hint towards anything towards her past during the season
0: they did they said that um, she isn't an only child but she only briefly said I think she has a brother she said that's an asshole yeah and her dad is an asshole. That left, I guess, and she hasn't seen him for fifteen years. And um, her mom—all they really mention about her mom is that she gets drunk once a year. The kids all come over, she passes out, and then she doesn't talk to anybody for three weeks.
1: Oh yeah, see so. But that's
0: all that they ever say about her background.
1: That's it. Which is crazy. I mean, because like, I mean, life was really hard in the fifties, man. Like, um, it, it was a, it was like the golden age of like film. And like TV and um, there was a lot going on that happened domestically in every household where that you know that was considered the norm that if we were to look at it now that wouldn't fly at all out now um, um, being you know uh, and I, I actually really enjoyed you know the journey that Midge
0: had from like
1: trying to like actually be uh, work in a department store she was so interested in like the elevator guy. Uh, yeah. and she wanted to do that and then she was like at the interview, and then she almost thought, you know, she's standing in line full of Santas. I thought that was pretty funny. That
0: was pretty funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, were there any other situations in there that you were able to relate to as a person? Um oh
0: gosh. Having an overbearing parent. Yeah. My parents didn't let me go to a movie by myself with friends until I was 16 years
1: old. Really?
0: I was 16 when I got to go to my first unchaperoned movie.
1: What and what movie was that?
0: Um, I can't even remember the name of it, but it had Mandy Moore and she was like the president's daughter or something.
1: Oh my god. Okay. I gosh, I wonder what, I I I think I know what you're talking about. Oh my god. I
0: can't. It was Maybe that's the name of the movie. Something about the president's da- my date with the president's daughter. Is that what the movie was called? Maybe I don't
1: know. Oh my god! Okay, so so then wow. So you you must have had some serious battles with your parents. <laughs> over yeah, two-
0: my oh my god,
1: yeah. So you were able like I can see. I mean, so you really do like you can really look at Midge's life and be like, man, I know what that feels like. Totally. Um,
0: Except my dad is kind of the the opposite of Midge's dad, where. midges dad is super book smart he's a professor of mathematics at what did they say columbia or something yeah and my dad he's a smart man but not exactly book smart right right um so there are some varying degrees of our life but Overall, very similar. You know, having, like, a very soft-spoken, I don't want to say meek mother, but very soft-spoken, doesn't want to rock the boat too much, just kind of agrees with whatever dad says. Um, having a very overbearing dad that wants to control every aspect. And then having kids young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just... Everything about her life is very relatable
1: for me. It's just, I'm not a comedian. Yeah, I, 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 it's so weird, like, it's weird. When I was young, like, I remember telling my parents that I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Like, That's amazing. And, it, and, of course, you know, in my in my culture, you're supposed to be a nurse. Uh, you know, they really want you to be a nurse or work in the medical field. I mean, that's how it is, you know, in Filipino culture, but I didn't want to do that. Um, so I remember telling my mother that and she says, well, fine, then you're going to be broke. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, all right, well, but I, I was so into, I remember watching Star Search as a kid. And like watching the comedians and like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. I want to, I want to make, you know, I want to be standing in front of people and like make them laugh. And, and that, that, you know, that's why I was like, when I saw her doing it and there were times when I would watch her do, you know, Midge do that on, on the season. Cause you know, during the season, she, she bombs a few times
0: Yeah.
1: and it, it made me cringe you know, I really felt her like pain during that moment. Like, oh gosh, that hurts. Like, oh man. You know, um, and that's not. There are quite a few cringe, you know, worthy, you know, uh, scenes throughout the season.
0: Yeah, there now, were more than a handful.
1: <laughs> now, was there anything that you didn't like about the show?
0: Um, I don't really. I can't really say that I didn't like something strongly enough to. To really mention it, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So that's probably. I just
0: wish we had a little bit more background on characters, but I'm sure that we'll get that in the second season.
1: Yeah, which we we find out. I mean, it was renewed, which is awesome, and I think it was already renewed. For, I mean, it was, it was given two more seasons at least.
0: Yeah, um, I think so.
1: Um, I, I thought that eight episodes was a little too short. I think for it. I mean, I think they could have went a little longer. I mean, I'm not saying they go straight like Gilmore Girls. That was like 25, 28 episodes.
0: Okay. But maybe 12 would have been a nice middle.
1: Yeah, that was kind of like like for example, did you did you like Stranger Things, or is that a stupid question? No, I I
0: really like that show.
1: Now, I my gripe with that show was I thought the second season was too short. Um, I I think it only had like what. I think that had like eight episodes or something like that. And I was like, I was like, they should have gave it more. That should have went at least like I thought the standard was like thirteen episodes, but yeah. Um, and I felt like they could have went more into like you know a lot of like where other characters were during a certain you know certain times of of the season. But that I kind of felt that with this was like they kind of they could have probably would have helped if they had like at least two more episodes on this one. Um, Yeah,
0: at least 10 episodes, but 12 would have been even better. And I don't know if they were just trying to be conservative with their eight-episode season. Like, okay, well, if it totally bombs, we've given it a really good stopping point. Yeah. Because it could end there. I wouldn't be happy about it, but, I mean, it could. And I could feel okay about how the characters probably ended up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You see that Mrs. Maisel is she's being successful in comedy, and um, her dad got that job at the lab, and Joel is I assume taking that job in California.
1: Yeah, huh? See, I see. I didn't. I didn't think of that. That's true. They could have totally ended it right there, and then you know she realizing like you know she she struggled with having uh, finding the perfect name for her, you know, as a comedian, you know. And,
0: yeah, the whole season is like, well, your name
1: sucks. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and at the end, she has that kind of aha moment, like, I'm just going to come out with my name, who I really yeah. am, you know. Um, yeah, you know, that's true. They could have, and maybe that was kind of like the gamble there, huh? It was like, yeah, you know, we could end right now. We're done. We tied up enough, like, loose ends if it doesn't do well. Um,
0: yeah. But, I think maybe that's why it was only eight because you really never know with the first season how it's gonna how it's gonna be received by the public
1: yeah and i think that amazon is still kind of like when it comes to prime you know when it comes to the, their video streaming i think they're still kind of trying to explore and try to get that big big hit to put them on the map so they're i don't know if they're investing a lot of money into each separate show so,
0: yeah, it's definitely not as big as Netflix or
1: Hulu. Yeah, like, I mean, like, you can tell, like, you know, like, we both like Stranger Things. They invested so much money into season two. So
0: much money.
1: Because um, of how big it was. And some of the other re- things, too. 13 Reasons Why. I mean, in a different way, they did that. Um, and some of the money they put in other shows. They're allowed to flop. Some shows are allowed to flop on Netflix. Um, but... On Amazon, maybe not as much because they don't have the money for that, or they have the money, but they don't invest that much money uh, into their shows, period. Um, yeah. So I think that this show, if you have anything else to say about this show, um, you know, do you have anything else to say about Mrs. Maisel?
0: No, I, th- I think everybody should watch it
1: though. It's a good, it's a good watch. It is, and the thing is, if you do watch this show and you do like this show, then you have to watch Gilmore Girls because you're probably gonna watch, you know, like that show. I mean, honestly, exactly. Honestly, so eight episodes. If you like the eight episodes, you're gonna like all the season. Wait, you know what? Honestly, did you? So you probably watched the Netflix, you know, uh, Gilmore Girls extension then. I did did you Did
0: you like that? I'm so mad at it I'm so mad at how it ended
1: yeah, I know i i again I don't really like the whole idea of um doing during seasons like like seasons of a year like weather you know like I don't like that i I want more of a a closure you know um yeah i I do like that it did include a lot of pop. Culture references that are re- relevant today, um, uh, but to show that hey, we're we're older now, we're 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 doing this yeah. now. But I didn't like the way that it ended. No,
0: no. No, it was so open ended, and has anything even been confirmed? Like, are they going to have another extension, or I is it just
1: done? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I don't. I I know that the reception of everything, um. Uh, it it it, it's, it was lukewarm at best. Like you know, people Gilmore Girl fans like me and you were happy that it came back. Um, a lot of people were like indifferent. Maybe it was too long before it came back. Um,
0: yeah, it was a really long period of time to go from final season to this extension. But I don't know. They could have done more with it.
1: Right, right. Like now, one thing that we do, uh, I recommend watching Mrs. Maisel. Mrs. Mazel is an awesome show. If you don't really normally watch Amazon Prime video, I suggest watching it. At, maybe that be the first show that you're into. Uh, if you, you're into, I mean, it, it had a little bit of everything. It had love, it had heartbreak, had redemption, it had, you know, triumph, it had relationships. It was deep, it was funny. Um,
0: and it was short enough To where if you don't like it At the end of the eight episodes You don't feel like you wasted a ton of your time
1: Yeah have you ever felt that with a show Where you're like I watched all that And I was pissed off at the end Like why did I waste my time with that
0: Yeah the Gilmore Girls extension Oh
1: yeah Yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like I I I had that a couple of times Um, Which kind of leads us to A show that That you suggested That we start um, and this is probably going to be a series where we're going to try different shows, especially I guess in the beginning Amazon, because not many people know about the the, the shows that are on Amazon. Um, I think during a discussion, uh, Dom mentioned that what was the show that you picked on Amazon mm-hmm. for us to do next? Uh oh,
0: the um, oh god, I'm forgetting the name of it.
1: It's uh, what's it the the sci fi one with uh, yeah it was the
0: sci fi one um I'm gonna find the name of it right now <laughs> let's see what
1: was it mm. and it's kind of a big deal for me because like you know honestly I'm not really a big sci fi fan so
0: really yeah no, I, I oh man I, I I know like
1: that that's that's tough hey
0: <laughs> Luna saying hi Oh um, Electric Dreams there we go hi electric Luna.
1: Dream. See, we, that's what we would have. Now we have Luna on the show. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: Say hi. <laughs> Orange that's fine. At the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, Electric uh, Dreams.
0: There you go. Oh,
1: see, awesome. See, that's perfect. You know, um, uh, I, I actually, um, I looked up Electric Dreams, and I see that it's kind of it's similar to a show that's on Netflix, which is kind of like an anthology show. Um. Like uh like Black Mirror. Did you watch Black Mirror on Netflix?
0: I did not watch that show.
1: See, Black Mirror is kinda like that where it's like each episode is different and it relates
0: its own story.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a challenge. Um and uh I gotta be honest, I watched the first episode um of Electric Dreams. I don't know if you did yet, but I
0: have not yet.
1: But it was pretty trippy. It was good though it was good because one thing i do like about the hi. anthology type hi. of show hi luna um and one thing i do like about them is that you don't know who the stars are going to be and you're kind of surprised by like oh my gosh this person's in this show but it's just for that episode though but you're kind of like well, they really invest the money in the star and and, and talent for the episode um so I won't tell you who's in part one.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, don't tell me. I'll be
1: surprised. <laughs> but I'm, it, but I'm hoping that you check it out uh, soon. But I do like, so I do recommend the show um a lot. So um now, one thing that we also do have a con. We're gonna touch only on briefly um uh, because I know that there will be many times during you know our time together doing this show that we're gonna probably discuss like our our histories and our past and. Uh,
0: so, okay, you're talking
1: about... Well, I, I guess, like, one of the things that we probably share um, in common is, like, me, I, I suffer from, from depression and anxiety. Um, and I think we both have a strong, uh, you know, um, you know. I guess we both try to fight for, I guess, like, people to learn more about mental illness. Um, yeah, mental
0: health awareness is huge for me.
1: Um, and... Uh, I guess, like, I'm kind of, I'm very happy because a lot more celebrities and stars and even musicians are coming out saying that, you know, it is a thing. It's not waking up and, like, oh, I just don't feel good today. Or I just feel sad, like, right now. uh, I just need something to cheer me up because it's a lot deeper than that. Um, Yeah. um,
0: And a lot of the times, at least for me, my depression doesn't manifest as sadness. I just feel lethargic or extremely irritable, or you know, I just don't have any motivation for anything. It's not oh, I'm sad today.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it, and it's weird, because that's the thing about depression, um, is that you just never know when you're going to get it. It's so, like, it, you know, for example, like, if, if you're if you're getting a cold, you kind of know like, oh, I'm going to get sick. You know, you can I,
0: feel it coming on.
1: Like, yeah, like, oh, I, I, I sneezed, uh-oh, that's it, right? Yeah. I'm, my throat's itchy, it's something, but you could be totally like happy like one day I'll be like extremely happy the best day ever the next day I'm just like I don't want to get out of bed I,
0: Yeah and a lot of the time for me it can happen within the same day and it's like I was having the best day what happened to flip this switch like okay you're going to feel you're going to feel depressed now it's like what what's going on it's so frustrating sometimes and I think more people should share that because I think a lot of people struggle with this and not a lot of people talk about it.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it's weird because it, it, for me, it, I, I, I share the same struggle where I'm like, I have to sit and think, like, why do I feel sad? Like, why am I, I there's no reason at all why I should be sad or or depressed, but I will just be depressed. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, it gets frustrating because I'm sure you hear it too. Or people are like, well, why don't you just do something to, to cheer you up? I mean, blah its It is. It doesn't work that way.
0: It's not that simple, and I wish that it were.
1: <laughs> yeah, because then it wouldn't even be depression. You know, then it's just no. like you're just having a bad hour or so. Yeah, then
0: I would just be in a bad mood. But that's not. <laughs> <laughs> not like, how it
1: works. <laughs> no, at all. I. I and I get that. Um, I feel like a lot more people. I think, especially for family, and I, I know even for like my girlfriend, it could be a bit of a struggle uh, because there's just some days where I feel like doing nothing, and there's no reason why. I should say, well, what's wrong? I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, well, um, do you want to go out? And I'd be like, no, I don't. Yeah. Or, or what do you want to do? And and so and, and that's why I for me. Video games have always been my way to escape, and sometimes though that doesn't even work. So I'll just literally just stay there, like lay there and not want to do anything, and it just goes away. Um, and it's just hard to describe. I, I, that's the struggle I've had. There's some people that I, you know, I've dated in the past who were not able to deal with that. It's not easy dating somebody who ha- who suffers from mental illness because you just don't know what you're going to get the, one day. You know? Um, yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's difficult, you know, um, have you ever had, has your mental illness ever affected the way that you've parented?
0: Oh, all the time, especially in the past nine months since my husband passed away, my mental health has been all over the board. So there have definitely been days, especially in the beginning where, you know, I, I, just physically did not want to pull myself out of bed because I didn't know what the day was going to bring I didn't know what was going to trigger a panic attack or if I was going to wake up feeling depressed or you know I just didn't feel like I could be present for my kids and I think that's one of the worst feelings like I want to be a good parent I want to do all these things I want to be present I want my kids to know they have a solid parent that's gonna be there for them no matter what but for the first month I didn't feel that way and I felt like shit I felt like the worst parent on the planet but you know that's not the case you can only do so much and you have to know when you need to reach out for help and I'm really lucky that I have Callie and I'm really lucky that my mom was able to kind of jump in and help me with my kids because. My sister, my mom, and Callie, if it weren't for them, holy moly, we'd be in a different situation. <laughs> my kids are very lucky to have those people in their lives.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it means a lot, you know, especially if some people really understand, like, what you're going through um, and they're able to step in. I mean, as a parent especially, I mean, there are times when, you know um, – I'll explain to my daughter, I actually haven't told her exactly like, hey, you know, I'm depressed today, do you mind if we stay home today, or or whatever, um, but I, then again, sometimes I don't give my daughter enough credit, because she might be like, you know, she might know that, like, dad's just not feeling good today, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, our, our, you know, the children, they know a lot more than we think they know. They're um, so
0: perceptive, and they're so observant, and, you know, my son just recently, I don't really talk a lot about my own mental health in front of my kids because they're young and I don't want to put that on them yet. Right. If they ask me anything, I'm always willing to share. I'm totally open to sharing my feelings with them. It's just, I don't sit there and say, you know, I'm depressed right now because depression's a big word and I don't know that he's quite at the age of understanding, but he came up to me the other day and he said, Mom, I'm feeling very anxious. Hmm. I said, oh, that's a, that's an interesting word that you chose. Why do you think you're feeling that way? He said, you know, I just, we're going somewhere and I don't have my cat boy, his little stuffed animal that he, he sleeps with at night. It's kind of like his comfort blanket yeah. at night. Yeah. And I said, oh, you're feeling anxious because you don't have your cat boy. That makes sense. And he just kind of needed to tell me this was how he was feeling and let it be, I guess. I don't know. He didn't seem to need anything other than to just let me know he was feeling a certain way and that he didn't have a specific item that he felt he needed. And then he felt better after that. But it just caught me off guard that he chose anxiety as his his feeling at that moment.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, because the word anxious is such a complex word. Um, it's
0: very complex, and for huh. him to understand he was feeling a certain way and that that emotion word applied in that situation, I need to give my kids more credit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, wow, that's a trip. I mean, because, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, we at, when we when I we use the word anxious, it, it can mean different things. I mean, I could be like, you know, I just feel anxious, and I don't know reason why I just feel anxious for no reason. There's no reason why I feel this way. And I'm like, oh, it's anxiety. You know, it's a, that's what yeah. I'm going through. And, you know, I know for like for my daughter, the word divorce is a very complex word and she doesn't understand it. Well, at least I think she doesn't understand it. I mean, she knows that, hey, half the week I'm with my mom, the other half I'm with my dad. They're never around together at the same time. Um, I don't know if they communicate, you know and that's hard, you know, cause she's never out and asked me like, Hey, why are you not together? But I know that that's going to happen one day
0: <laughs> where, Yeah.
1: where, um, but the sad thing is though, you know, I, luckily I, I live, I have, have the opportunity to take my daughter to school every day and see her walk into her classroom. But I do see during that period that there are a lot of single parents doing that. Um, and so it's not that different, you know, hard different for her to be like, oh, you know, my classmate only has one mom, you know, one parent, it's just yeah. the mom, or it's just the dad. I never see that other person. So it's kind, of, it's sad, but it's kind of normal.
0: It, yeah, it's nice that it's not like she's the only person in that situation. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of divorce. It's what, like forty nine percent or something of all marriages end in divorce. So. It's a pretty high visibility, yeah. Of other divorced couples or single parents bringing their kids to school, and kids can—I don't know—do kids talk about that with each other? I, I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, it's it it, it it'll be interesting because I, I mean the thing is, she's gonna—you know—she's she's getting older. She just turned ten, and she's gonna be a teenager very very soon. And I know that she's gonna start. Asking questions like why don't have I? I don't have both parents, and why can only one go to my volleyball game at a time, or one can only go to this basketball game? Why do they plan that? Um, and she's gonna, and honestly, she's probably gonna have to go through therapy because then she's gonna have to get these feelings out, you know. And that's a sad thing because, and that's what I feel like that hurts. Like that's one thing I can never take back. It's is the fact that she's gonna have to go through therapy because of something that happened to me and you know, in my life, you know?
0: Yeah, but as a child of divorce, I have to say that I commend my parents for putting me in therapy when they did because it was so beneficial. And I think that things could have been, um, I don't know, they could have turned out a lot worse for me had they not taken that step and been like, okay, we're going through this it's probably going to be a traumatic experience for our kid. we're gonna take the initiative and put her in therapy now so if anything does come up she has an outlet for it so i'm really grateful that my parents at least had the decency of <laughs> thinking of therapy for me
1: yeah yeah it's it's we're we all have to have that like i guess like that outlet she's gonna need that outlet i continue to need that outlet um to have to, you know, explain, you know. Luckily, you know, my girlfriend is very understanding about all those things. She also is um divorced and you know, she's having to balance, you know, her life being a full time, you know, uh nurse and then having three kids. So she's having to constantly like think like where's my kid gonna be? Who's gonna pick up my kid and kinda kinda of the same thing that you have to do now. So Yeah. Um you guys have that in common, and and I could see. It. I mean, you get, like being around her. I'm I'm in such like awe of everything she's able to do. Like I couldn't do that. I mean, you know, you could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if it
0: came down to it, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I had no idea how being a single parent was going to look for me. I didn't know how. Working as a single parent was gonna go, you know, getting my kids where they need to go, making sure that they have everything that they need. But when it comes down to it, it's for your kids. So don't think that you couldn't do it because if you if it absolutely came down to it and you had to, you would make it happen because it's for your kids. You'll do anything. I guarantee that that you would do anything for your daughter.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh, true. It's true. Like I like you know when I had a plan like her, uh, her birthday party. And it was first time I ever had to do that because like when there are times when my daughter's like, Oh, I don't want to party. You know, she's only, you know, she's, she's 10. She hasn't had many parties, but you know, she's like, I don't want to party. I just want this, you know? Uh, plus it's been difficult because, you know, you know, we live in American Canyon. We live, you know, far away from her school. So the fact that she's going to be like, can you invite these people? These people are gonna be like, well, it's too far. Or also, she has a birthday in the summer, so it's kind of hard to get a hold of these people. Uh, oh. So, I there were a lot of things that could have went wrong, um, and I'm probably gonna describe it in a, in a in a different podcast how the whole thing went. But that's one thing that you have to do. It's like I I'm not used to doing it. My ex was the one when there were parties; she she planned all that stuff. Um and for me to have to do it for the first time, I you know I, I think I did it. I think it went well, but it was that was a challenge and that's something that's gonna happen later in life, you know. Also, um, but
0: I high five you because you got it done. <laughs> thank you,
1: thank you. It's funny because like you know my girlfriend at the end she was like, "Well, good job, dad, you did it." And like I'm like, "Oh, now I can just rest now." Uh, <laughs> uh, all kids came back safe. They all have their arms and legs. It's it's fine now. It's, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, um, but, you know, and that's one thing I think is going to be awesome has, has like the series that, that we will continue to do together is that we're probably going to relate back to a lot, uh, you know, has our stories of being a parent and, um, it's, we're going to see a lot of that, um, through our, the shows that we do together probably. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's good. So that uh, we'll end on that note. But this is not the last time that you're going to hear from Dom. You're going to hear it plenty of times on this show. If you have any questions about, you know, on you know, to, to both of us, I guess you can contact at when a nerd starts over at gmail dot com. I do appreciate any type of emails, and I've gotten some really interesting and sometimes disturbing ones. But that's that's totally fine. I mean. That's a, <laughs>
0: going to happen. Someone's going to throw a weird one
1: in there. It is, and you know, I I do want to say that if you do email, there, you don't have to use all caps lock. Uh, You don't have to have all capital letters in there. Uh, You could change it up um because i do i don't know if they're mad or that's just the only button they use but hey i appreciate all feedback (laughs) anyway but thank you dom for being on this very first show the next time we will that we will be on a show together and we it will be to discuss the tv show electric dreams so if you do want to follow along please start watching this show now um, I think there's only, I think there's 10 episodes I, from what I checked. Uh, it's not bad and they're all about an hour long. Um, it's a star studded anthology. You're going to see a lot of familiar faces. Um, and they're all surprises. So, uh, I do recommend if you want to follow along and discuss, and if you don't agree with stuff, that's fine. Hey, email us and tell us. I mean, I, we'd love to hear what you had to say about the show. So again, it's electric dreams. We do both recommend, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, right? So do watch that. So,
0: yeah, definitely watch that one. It's a good
1: one. Awesome. So this is Dan. Thank you again, Dom, for getting on the show.
0: Thank you for having me. It was
1: fun. And maybe one day we'll do Star Trek. I'm very apprehensive about doing a Star Trek episode. Why? <laughs> I I've never watched a Star Trek. I you know, I don't know. And like I said, I think I texted it to you. I was like, I have one actually a couple friends. Um, I don't know, you you have you have, do you know Lily? Have you heard her before? She's been on heard. a
0: she, I Heard yes, but met
1: in person no yeah she's been on a show uh, she's been on my show she's been on nori nerd a couple times she is very adamant about star trek she loves star trek and it's so good she'll fight you to the death when it comes to star trek she loves it um she gets pretty heated about it um and i have another friend who's been on my show Quite a few times. Um, her name is Major, and she's on a different podcast called Fan Drunk Pod, and uh, she loves Star Trek. So she's another person who would you know we could talk to about being on the show together if we were ever to do a Star Trek episode. Um, but if we were ever to do it, probably. But honestly, if we were to do a, a Star Trek, it should probably be on the other one on Nordy Nerd because I'm sure that Danielle would have a lot to say about it. Um, <laughs> She's such a, I mean, she's a Star Wars head. And so I, and me, I'm kind of indifferent. Star Wars is okay for me. I don't really like freak out over it. Um, so I think I'd be a pretty good like mid-ground, I guess. For, for You
0: can like both simultaneously.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's just so weird how they get so heated, man. They fight. I mean, it's just like uh, when they talk about what is better. I mean, they just can't. They just It's just so funny. That's like one of the things that people always fight about. Um there's no middle ground. some people just get angry about it. I guess it's like liking two sports teams in the Bay Area. People just get angry about it. you know they don't
0: yeah
1: um but we'll maybe we'll discuss that. but again, this is not the last time you hear from Dom so uh, yeah. we'll discuss it so again, thank you if you want to hit us up, go ahead and this is uh Dan and Dom from when a Nurse starts over.